All right, guys, here's episode 12, part two of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the first one. This one, we talk a little bit more with Dell. Um, just a guy we met at a comic shop, a real cool dude. Uh, it was so much fun talking with him. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks. It's funny for me because, because, like I said, I got out of comics for a while, and then a couple, like maybe 2008, 2009, I started jumping back in, yeah. and then I, I moved back to San Diego, and now I'm like friends with all those guys that were working on Wildstorm. Nice, so we nice, always talk nice, about nice. it all the time. Like shout nice. out to John Ty. Yeah. Like, you know John Ty? You know John Ty? I'm like, yo, I know what's up. I'm like, like I'm shout out to Joe Sung. You know what I mean? You know, like, yeah, I mean? Shout out to all of them. He's legit. He knows people's and everything. I'm what, like, yo. What made you? Um, was there a book that made you come back? To it, or were you just like, I think it's time for me to just start reading? We can do it part one, part two. We can yeah, just go with Yeah, there was, there was, there was a couple of things. Yeah. I mean, definitely like catching the story of the year, uh, Supreme, that book that my uh, girlfriend's son was reading, that was big. Um, I think he also was had... that the one written by Alan Moore? Uh, when, yes. when, when, yep. when, um, it was when like, Eric, um, Rob Liefeld was trying to release Supreme again, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he took so, over, yeah. Alan Moore was killing it during yeah, that. Oh, definitely, I don't think they ever put them in a trade, did they? Like, collected them all? It's like, I think it's two trades, two trades, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they may have like a hardcover collection of everything, jewels, but, like yeah, I said, well, like not to, not to cut you off like that, but like, yeah, I remember like that era when uh. When Rob Life, it was like I'm about to bring my young blood and everybody yeah. back out again mm-hmm. with some like uh, with some new uh, writers, yeah, with some proper writers, yeah. Those were some jewels, yeah, like amazing. So like 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 superhero feeling stuff, young vibing, but like like proper uh, storytelling because yeah. and it wasn't just like um, house artists. Yeah, Chris Sprouse doing uh, oh, Newman, yes, yes, loved it. Woo. You know what I mean? Chris yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like Steve Scaros was doing um, was it uh, Young Blood? Yeah. Like, it's like he left that to go do uh, uh, what was that? <laughs> that not, not not Blade, was it that, not, not Deadpool? One of the Wolverine? Marvels. It was one, he left there to go do some Marvel stuff, but then he left the industry because he to get out of uh, to go into movies. So yeah. I think he went and did the artwork for um, uh, the Matrix. Really? I, I want to say that he he did like, for that book and then like got into like uh, storyboarding and all that other stuff in the movie or something yeah. like, but like came from that era. So that like I'm oh, feeling no. you, son. When you like you know yeah. like naming names, you doing what or whatever. Sure yeah, it's real. Yeah, because it's funny because JJ is more of the old school comic and I'm more of like like I've said this before is I got out of it and then Preacher was what brought me back in, in during high school. I, I read all like nine volumes that my buddy had. Nice. And that's what made me like, okay. Like, I've read it before, but I never finished it. I never did anything. But I read it all the way through, and I was like, this is what I want to do now. So you know, I just finished a reread of Preacher myself. Yeah. Right before that, I was go- rereading uh, uh, Sandman, which someone had okay, been telling yeah. me since the late 80s to read, and I just never caught up with it. So yeah, I mean, th- there's, just, there's the thing good stories. The comics is that they're timeless. Yeah. I mean, you can go back to, to universes, the stories, yes. long boxes of universes to be explored. That's what it was for me to go to a comic shop. Universes yeah. of, of, uh, to be explored, and that's why we feel Love so it. passionate about when a movie comes out and it sucks or they don't do it justice, because we we've invested in the time in all the stories and all the yeah. emotions of just all those characters and all those comics. Just put, and the, then when, the, when the somebody the just fucks it up, on the screen. like the Fantastic Four movies, you're like, come on, dude, like you had it great, you just yeah. you, like you, let me ask you this, since you brought that in, what did you think about the Preacher series? AMC. I, I honestly don't am not a fan Uh-oh. Uh-oh. just because I know that you can never put the full true vision 
of that sh- of that book into a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say like if it was on HBO, Showtime, something like that, you can get away with it because you got to remember what they're dealing with. You know, a big gold naked god. Yeah. And with his wang out, uh, yeah. the devil, uh, yeah. cowboys, incest, uh, yeah. sex police, uh, crazy amount of crap, yeah. dude. Which you can't get away with some of it on AMC because they've proven with The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead was able to do that. Yeah. But The Walking Dead, the comic and that is, it's kind of hand in hand. It's not yeah. that crazy, you know. Yeah, Except yeah. for like the bashing of Glenn's head with everybody on TV oh, was spoilers. like, oh, <laughs> oh well, yeah, right? you had to throw that in the beginning there. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 the same thing. It's just like, ooh, my in your way. But yeah, like with the with the show, it's I'm gonna wait until the it, it ends, yeah, or at least until the third or fourth season, and then give it another shot. I'm but. definitely giving it a fair chance because I recognize that like in media, yeah, you can't be slavish to the writing. Like we've yeah, seen people yeah. try to be slavish, and it's not that great. It, it works and it doesn't sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's better to just do your own thing and create yeah. your own thing. What I will say about Preacher is that it's very embedded in the 90s. Like, if you don't get the okay. Kurt Cobain reference with Arsehole and all that, yeah. if you don't get the rise to rock star status that was very prevalent in the grunge scene, yeah. like, a lot of stuff with that is lost on you. And in this new Preacher, they're definitely reaching in a different direction. Like, uh, Tulip is no longer white character. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You got Ruth Negga, who's awesome. I love like, her. I, yeah, I, the race part, I don't care about. It's yeah. just, I would like just for them to keep the fucking character. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of things was um a lot of my friends were always like, "Oh, what's the big deal with a uh, human torch being black?" I was like, "There's nothing wrong with being a black human torch. It's just the fact that like you just did it for the movie to get like people are going to be like, "Oh, talk about it and then you got them in there." That's true. <laughs> the, the movie just sucked ass anyways. Like yeah. it, it didn't matter who was in that. The movie just sucked. I avoided it because I heard that. I that saw much, I saw it on uh, HBO one drunken night and I got really mad. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like Doctor Doom I was like, Doctor Doom is Mumrar in this movie. That's basically <laughs> it. And then it's like Reed Richards is like uh, Miles Tenner, whatever his name is, that actor, I he's a good actor, but he's not he's a bad superhero actor, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. There's certain actors Fair who are enough. good actors but terrible superhero actors and stuff. You know? I thought I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was gonna let me down. And Ooh. I saw oh, Doctor what? Strange and no, I was like, no, 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 that, 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 that man because because I, I don't know Doctor Strange as being that kind of character. He always seemed to me like but ben, very but, like like Yoda, right, very right. calm. But yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is like Oh, in your but, face, like, yeah. let me be an asshole. But, 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 but he's bringing dimension to a character. So for mine, knowing that he will bring dimension to a character, mm-hmm. I was excited. And I was like, it's like the Doctor Strange in the comic book is like, you know, some people play him like, oh, you know, he's Doctor Strange. He's the mystic dude coming in. Yeah. And he does what he does. Does he tell jokes? No, we don't really joke with him that much or whatever. But the new writing they're doing is more more funny. It's more like, you know, sense of humor in it. They give more personality to him. Doctor Strange has a dimension that's never been explored, I think, properly, okay. um, especially in new writing. So when Benedict was going to take his hands on him, like, be that. I just wanted the outfit to be, I want I want the big collar. I want my characters yeah. from the book yeah, on the, the screen. Yeah. And I knew Benedict yeah. w- would be a very close, if not identical, t- to that. Because yeah. I thought who else would play him better or play him, I was like, mm, um, there was, there's another, Johnny Depp. There was, I was like, Johnny Depp would be good. But nah, I was like, with him, I don't think. Because there was two guys, I remember. It was either Benedict Cumberbatch or the guy who plays Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, a guy who plays Littlefinger, he has the little gray hair, <laughs> and he looks like Doctor Strange. Even the way he talks is kind of like very Doctor Strange-ish. Oh, where? Yeah. I mean, this wouldn't be possible because um, because he's already penned in, but saying that is... is but the, right. the funny thing, well, too, is... I, th- I, thought, I thought that Robert Downey Jr., 
yeah. would make a pretty good Doctor Strange. But he's already I, Iron Man. I, exactly. He's already Iron Man. But then again, we have Captain America, Human Torch was the same person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that was, that was, that yeah. was, that was, <laughs> yeah. you, you see, the thing you got to Outside the studios. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah different yeah. studios. Yeah. It was Marvel that's, and the other one was so, Sony yeah. or was it Fox? Fantastic Four is Fox. Yeah, so that was Fox and Marvel and it was, yeah. It's the same thing with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. In the Wolverine one, yeah, it sucked ass, exactly. and then he just fucking out of nowhere yeah. came back with that awesome Deadpool movie. Cause they, he was like, this, cause he fought for that. I remember when well, yeah, uh, the talks was, was like, you know, Ryan Reynolds wants to do Deadpool. Yeah. And because before that, it was talked for him to do a, a Flash movie. He was supposed yeah, to be yeah, the yeah. Flash, um, but some executive said that he was too muscular or something. So he ended up being the Green Arrow. So he ended up being the Green Arrow and everything. Oh, so not what, the Green Arrow, the Green Lantern. Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> You're right, right, I know, right. Yeah. But it's like he was. They said he was too muscular or too ripped or whatever. And it's like that just lets you know corporate decisions will take a great idea and yeah. spin it away. So Ryan Reynolds was like, "I'm going to fight for this because I believe in this character." Before he was hot, you know, he was yeah, just like, yeah. "Look, I like this character. I see the potential in this character and on the big screen, and it needs to be done a certain way." Yeah. You, you know, I was excited to play him in, in Wolverine the movie, but you you ruined that. Yeah, by, you ruined by, it by, by, by saying, "I'm I'm my real name is Wade Wilson, yeah. and I got my powers from the Deadpool, yeah. and you sold my mouth closed and gave me crazy powers like sword hands and eye beams and the teleport." Portation shit, which is horrible. So because they did all that, you messed it up. And, yeah. it's not, and corporate dudes are like, I don't care. It didn't make any money. Uh, don't do that again. Yeah, Ryan is it's like, easy. why would you throw this out? This is amazing, dope stuff. Do it like this. Do it, take the character from the book. Yeah. Put him on the screen. Mm-hmm. A rap. Well, that, that, that goes back to where like it works well with Deadpool, but not all the characters. Not Dude, well, no, no, no. DC television right now is, is, is kicking behind because they're taking the characters and putting them on the screen. Oh, it's because it's, 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 te- it's television, it's like, so it's, it's, like, a, it's a different way of anticipation because you're waiting for years for a movie. You're waiting two years, three years, however many years I for a like movie. I am like this. I'm old a, t- school, a TV so I, show I, I, I is usually just like... I remember seeing the first X-Men movie in the theater or anticipating or yeah. waiting or hoping. And the first time the Wolverine went with Snick, yeah. I jumped out of my seat like everybody else. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what that is, Marilyn. But like, you know as, as much as you wanted mm-hmm. to see Wolverine yes, yes, yes. in his yeah. classic do you film. Remember, do you remember in the 80s flipping through the back of comic scene and mm-hmm. seeing like how they were going to adapt certain films? Yeah. X-Men was on there like yeah. year after yeah. year yeah. with really? crazy yes. names yes. attached to it. Yes. I mean, Watchmen was yes. in there a year after yes. year with yeah. crazy names attached yeah. to it. Yeah. And we waited until waited. the 2000s. Waited. They talked about <laughs> making a movie. It's the same with Batman Superman. For Watchmen forever. If you remember in I Am Legend, uh, when Will Smith is walking down the street, there's a big uh, billboard that says Batman Superman on it. <laughs> and that, that was supposed to be out in like two thousand. Whenever Iron Legend came out, it was supposed to be out the next year. No, like, nothing I'm... ever happened. You had people tied to it. You had you had everything, but... Yeah. But it was like... Development the, but the idea yeah. of doing a movie back in the day was like... It, that's that ceiling. That's like... Yeah. That's, that, like that's next level. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like to be able to make it there is like... Like heaven sent, it's like amazing. But then it's like we had to deal with like cheesy stuff. We had to deal oh, with yeah, corporate yeah. rules, like like the X Men's costumes being too vibrant for the mainstream audience. So yeah. they had to give them black leather S and M outfits, yeah. and right. then, which which affected the comic books. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, we got to do what's in the movies because yeah. you know we don't want to confuse people and keep it tight, and like, that's the future. But that's why would would Wolverine look silly if you actually saw him in his blue and yellow? No, he wouldn't. Like, no, he wouldn't. Honestly. Uh, a beatdown. I'm for the Bron and Tan. What's the YouTube? The, there's a YouTube channel. Oh, the, the Wonder oh, Woman the super beatdown. Wonder Woman versus Wolverine. Like I said, they consistently put out videos of, of of the characters from the book on the screen, and they look amazing yeah. every time. Yeah. And it's just like, why why are they gonna get right when <laughs> like when big studios like Fox and whatever? Well, it's, it's, it's the are same with um, Aquaman. Aquaman in the comic is not gonna be the same in the movie. Oh, don't get me started. I don't even like that comic. I hate that. Like like the new Aquaman. Like what, what, do think, no. what do you think, Marilyn? What do you think about that? Momoa? Yeah, uh, Momoa. J- Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa? He's dope. 
Yeah. Oh, he is. He's a good actor. It's just, but I, this is the one Zach, first time Zach they Snyder. don't have a blonde, tall, white dude be a character from the book that's a tall, blonde, white dude. You see, and this this goes back to like how I was saying with a uh, Human Torch, like when they chose uh, Human Torch <laughs> to be played by a black guy instead of the white guy. Like it doesn't matter about like who fucking plays it. It's just like keep it fucking constant. Keep the consistency and the continuity of it. Just like, make it make sense. Yeah, because Jason Momoa with blonde hair would look weird as hell. But that's like Jessica Alba in Fantastic she, she Four. She looked weird as hell. I was like, get this Latina out of here. Why, why do you think that movie sucks? Why, why, why can't you not get a? Uh, uh, and she was like the big name in there. I too. feel like she was more in there because of because yeah, of because of the credit. name. That's because what, of the name. That's what like, Hollywood's about. Yeah. They get a big, they get big names, and then they make the movies. And it's like yeah. you can't do that. Do the stories, and then get the characters. You, you get can, the actors to play the characters. You, you can do that with. You can do it with like any movie, but you shouldn't do that with comic movies. Like that's the thing. Do it with whatever fucking movie you want to do, but don't do it in a comic movie. Comic movie, just keep it consistent and fucking there. The comics is like I said, the consistency. Of a, of a legacy yeah. the consistency of adventures of a universe of like oh, what's happening tomorrow what's happening next month yeah. you gotta wait and see what's happening the continuation of it the subplots of adventures that's going on you wanna know what's up with that but movies are like you only get like a half hour or an hour and so and so to tell a story and it can then so much think oh, it's yeah, the yeah, roof yeah. now this is what's up on your roof you gotta clean them gutters out. You gotta get the sweep off your, your roof sometime because up in the movies now they have all this, all this, like I say, this corporate decision. Like, like I remember working for Wildstorm. Yeah. And like I said, I'm saying take the one underwear off of Superman. Yeah. And we had to go make that that design yeah, sense. Decision. And so we all made a bunch of designs and showed Jim Lee. Like, look, you know, just everybody was doing shoulder pads on his crazy stuff. So like, just take his underwear off and put a belt on him. Yeah. And just keep it simple. It's a bodysuit, but it's a belt. It's like it ain't keeping his pants up. Yeah, it's just a belt. But it's more. Of, I did something that was more like a. Um, thicker and heavier like a wrestler's belt something more like yeah. like a symbol mm-hmm. on his belt and I was like alright but he took a streamlined it and just simplified it and make it more of a, a, a simple small belt around so then like that's where they changed it for the new 52 but those are corporate decisions to go through and make people be like oh we want to be able to have Wonder Woman yeah. and Superman stand next to Batman in a live action movie and people don't trip on them because they're in underwear and he's not. And I'm like, well, Batman's outfit is like militaristic gear. Yeah. Pouches and buckles and straps and all that. They, it makes sense. You're forcing something on Superman and, and Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman in her in her in One Piece. Yeah, but but you can't deny the fact that she, that she looks badass in like a battle armor. Like Wonder Woman is meant like because she yeah. is she's an Amazonian, the so thing, they look but, awesome. And and they, even they, though she doesn't need it, I'm I'm gonna say like it's just for the style of it. Like I don't care. I would love I love seeing Wonder Woman in armor because it looks badass and, listen, and it goes back to her I'm like d- I'm down Greek with that ancestry. If she shit. looks badass in a, in a house robe yeah. or, or 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 it looks badass in like some whole armor or whatever, yeah. then she looks badass. But what it is, I don't like people messing with the uh, the uniform. The oh, icon. No, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like saying policemen that need to change their outfits from blue to the hot pink yeah. because that's just a new hot flavor. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, and if, and if somebody corporate says that, that's what we're doing. Well, and yeah, it just is. But like the cool thing is, it's most of these guys <laughs> don't with, fuck with, with Superman's mo- cape. Most of them, what they do is like with Wonder Woman. Like you do give Wonder Woman armor, but you give it to her for a specific reason because she's yeah, about man, to go to war. When she's Alex Ross did her in Kingdom Come, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you all saw that, right? Yeah. And, and it had, she got, she got dressed for war with her eagle helmet. The same, the same thing. I'm about to fuck some shit. The same thing with Green. Lantern. Green Lantern looks fucking amazing Green as a Lantern, king. He, he was an old king. Like he when just, they make it make yeah. sense, that's the beauty of it. When yeah. they do it because somebody in, like in the big chair says, "All right, my girlfriend doesn't like that, so change that." Yeah, I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me, and I've never read any. Of the, I don't have the time to read any of the back history. I just don't understand the underwear on the outside. Change yeah. that or DC. Is, I'm like, DC had a legacy. Like I said, with, like Paul Lovitz was running um, DC back in the day. Yeah. 
he worked his way up to that position and made sure that DC was all about the legacy. Yeah. Uh, making sure there's no blood, making sure there's PC, everybody, you know, like keeping keeping the history Very family rich, friendly, right? yeah. Very family friendly. While Stan Lee was over there doing things like, you know, I want to make uh, people out in the streets rioting, yeah. civil rights, all this and that. I'm going to interject he, that he, into my story. He was like, deep, like a deeper message. Right, right. Like Stan Lee always had a message behind his right, character. Right, right, right. DC right. was just like, we're going to make some characters and sometimes and we gotta, we'll and throw we a message sure, in there and make sure these characters stay on the rail. Yeah. So, so with that in mind, it's like, okay, these, 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 this world, like I said earlier, Marvel's world was built off somebody after one mind. Yeah, one one guy. DC had different properties yeah. that were spearheaded under, like, or corralled by one dude. Yeah. But he let everybody, like, you know, who's writing Superman? Who's writing yeah. this? Paul like you got Bob Kane doing Batman. He wrote, he wrote, he wrote doing uh, Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. But he didn't write like Superman. He didn't, he didn't write all these. Yeah, he had yeah, other yeah. people doing that. But he made sure that the editing job was was taken care of. Yeah. Stan was like, I'm gonna be a creative force behind this. Excelsior, Marvel, all day. Yeah. Put your pinkies up, you know. <laughs> so it's like with that in mind, it's like okay, cool. So these these worlds are being created. Yeah. And we're we're a part of them and we're down with them. And to see them change through the years, to see them like be touched by other people. Yeah. You know, to have people in the movies be like, we wish we wish we can have a cartoon. Oh my God! We can have a movie. Yeah. We wish we could see it on the screen. Oh my God! Now they're on the screen. We're expected to be on the screen. Like I said before, until they're like holodecks, yeah, right. <laughs> or, or we're telepathing straight comic books into our into yeah. our minds. Neurotap yeah. comics. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Neurotap <laughs> comics. Until then, we just gotta ride along with these with these companies. Yeah. We gotta ride along with these stories. We're allowed. And privileged to be able to go back in the back boxes and pick oh, yeah. that, pick them up and look through and thumb through them. The fact that you're experiencing that now is the blessing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That you want to come back to the comic shop instead of getting up and like being on your couch or downloading some yeah. whatever. You're like, I want to come touch these books. I might check for that. Who did this cover? Oh, this interior art's not bad either. Yeah, you check. That's the beauty and the fun of commentary. Then you meet people. This is all, yeah, started. like that's that's all that's all the cool thing. But this is like the one thing I freaking hate is all the freaking variant covers because I hate. I'm, necessarily, that's but I get it, but I don't want to be buying the same book over that, and over that, and over. That, 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 I'm sorry. The '90s, I used to, I used to go into. I was in Fresno at the time. There's a comic shop that's still running out there called uh, Heroes Comics. Mm. Yeah, I used to go out there. There was like. 10 copies of every Fantastic Four issue out because yeah. they, they had die cut, embossed, prism, gold foil, X-Men, whatever was out that had like multiple covers. Yeah. When all the image books came out, there was like multiple covers. There was signed covers. I mean, you know we, we saw the boom. We saw the boom of the you cover, yeah, yeah, the cover conspiracy. Yeah. It's, about, it's about that And money. then we saw that bubble pop too. Right. So like I, I, just, I just wish I could buy the, the cover without buying the whole book. Cause like I don't like I just okay. want to I want to buy one book, but I'm buying these covers because I'm gonna like frame them or hang them no, up no. or do something you, you with. Know what? Everybody yeah. does different things with them, but this is that. what I, I would want to do. I thought about like, like coming up with a folder or something. Yeah, like like, like, like a folder of just I, varying covers. Why I do. Not? Nice. I hate. I do not dismantle my books. I love my books. Yeah. I put them in poly bags and in boxes, as <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I am comics. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like um, working at Wildstorm or working at like for Marvel, DC, or certain companies and stuff. You get certain, you get extra books, you get extra copies or whatever. Yeah, and that's when I was like, I'm gonna take advantage of this and go through and rip off these, these oh, uh, yeah, variant yeah, covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go in and rip off these variant covers or any of these issues that have like two or three stories in them, and one, like one of them only has my favorite artist in there. Yeah, like Arthur Adams only doing like a five page story up in there, or Adam Hughes does. I'm ripping those mugs out. <laughs> Kevin Nolan only did an issue, like a couple pages. I'm ripping them out, and I have them in a little folder. Yeah. That's segmented off. I'm like, yo, this is that, and this is that. With the covers, I have my covers, like Jason Pearson on some covers. Oof. Love it. You know what I mean? Like, say, Adam Hughes on, yeah. uh, like, back in the days on Wonder Woman's or whatever. Got them. Arthur Adams, just Kevin Nolan, uh, Walt Simonson, any of them. Yeah. I'm about, about them. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, 
the fact that we talked last time and you was like didn't know anything about Wildstorm like continuity yeah. or characters or whatever. That's like so much has come from Wildstorm. <laughs> yeah. No, the I, image I, era. That, that's that's, that's what I told you about. is when you showed so it to much. me, I was like, I was like, growing uh, up as a kid, late books, late book, late yeah. book. Besides right? late, late books. Late yeah. books. <laughs> But now, but the afterthought of them, what they brought to the industry, yeah. like some, like the best colorists in the industry now, are people who who were like, I want to color like that person. Yeah, they're 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 trying to be like that. Those Wildstorm yeah, artists, like yeah. Laura Martin, oh. like 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 amazing. Well, that, you know that's I mean? why, like when I was a kid Woo. growing up in the '90s, like I said, I didn't read, I didn't read Wildstorm, but it was on TV. Like there was a couple, there was a couple. Of, yeah, there, there was, there was, there was. Well, I'll tell you a story about that. No, but wait, but, but, but there was, there was also like I remember watching the Savage Dragon cartoon. I, I, I remember watching oh Spawn on HBO. Like uh-huh. I remember watching uh-huh. like those. Like there was an emergence of like those yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. comic characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really read. You're talking about the age when people could sell but, one issue and buy a house. But that was the like the way I got into Spawn was because I bought the toys, and when you bought a toy, it came with a comic. Oh, okay. So when you bought a toy, I was like, all right, cool, it's a big old Spawn toy, and it comes with a comic, mm, and then that. and then I was just like, all right, now I'm just gonna keep buying the comics. But I would buy the toys because I was collecting them, you know. So it was a cool thing where you got the toy and the comic in one package. So it was like I said, like I didn't read Wildstorm, but I, I know and I felt the influences from oh. being as a child well, and, and, like, and being now, especially right. now because I'm more into comics. I see the influence all the time. I'm like, dude, this like looks like that kind of like old school shit. Like even when I ask well, you, well, you're like, oh, that all goes well, back to well, Wildstorm. Like goes this. back to Wildstorm. When, like, when it, Jim it Lee sold off Wildstorm, and and uh, to DC, yeah, and then like that allowed DC to take a little venom. Yeah, from Wildstorm, which means they can kill now, because Paul Lovitz uh, wasn't the head of Wild or DC Comics no more. Yeah, when uh, some books, when uh, when I forgot what specific era it was or what year it was, but there was a period where like DC books was really slumped and something came out and it didn't do well at yeah. all, and uh, somebody had to take the, take the bite for that. And Paul was like, I got you know, I'm the head of the snake, cut it off. Yeah, I'll do, it. do the thing. But um, yeah, yeah, it's like a uh, Wildstorm back in the day. The people who came from there, all the uh, the, the books, the, the, like I said, giving people chances and shots to do, like Fiona Staples comes from yeah. there. Um, like Mark Millar got his chance to like really, you know, do some things with Authority um, and Stormwatch. I think was well, it before or just Authority? Because the intraday, uh, definitely. Right, right, right. So then it's just like, um, uh, like I said, uh, Alex Sinclair, yeah, uh, coloring uh, Wild uh, Wildstorm books or whatever, coming from uh, like Adam Hughes getting his chance to like you know really write and shine. Uh, on um, Gen 13 Ordinary Heroes yeah. and, and learn how to color from Homer Reyes yeah. um, and everything like like um, Ben DeMaglamu, uh let's see like there's so many Ian Hannon like a badass Alec Garza Alec, Carlos Jones. you know what I mean you know what I mean, mean? I, mean, I still see these guys around town you know what I mean, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I know what's up you know what I mean so it's like, like Richard like, Bennett Richard Bennett <laughs> woo Richard Bennett when he did when he um Ain't the issue of uh or the X Force drawn by Greg Capullo before Greg Capullo oh, yeah. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. got uh got, got hired by Todd McFarlane and became more McFarlaneized. It was like it like Richard Bennett did an issue of, of X Force and it was beautiful. Yes. It was crazy. It was like yeah. it's like a perfect issue because it's like Capullo's style is so solid. Yeah. Love the like love the X love anything X Men at the time. And then it's like Richard Bennett with his detail, yeah. um, extra sexy. We have ink and things because yeah. he's an artist. He did brass for uh for Wildstorm, which is like the Wildstorm version of Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> crazy. <laughs> those are great. If you can find those, they're gonna crazy get brass. You definitely. better dig it. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like the art when it's like and the thing about Wildstorm back in the day was that it was um the frust- it was born from the frustration of of an artist, an artist. Yeah. 
um, image was born from the frustration of artists with the, with the industry. It's like, you know what? We need to get our shot. And we're not getting our shot. We need to get our props. There's yeah, more yeah, to be told. And we're pigeon held down. We can't have this. So they want to create environments where other creators yeah. can come and, and create without all the hassle. So this, uh, like the, the so whole... variant covers and everything. Yeah. And all that stuff was the reason why, because at that time you needed, you needed to fill. There was such a high demand. It was such a yeah, high demand. Yeah. And it was just like it was just like begging for it. And the thing was like, you know, you had to give it to them or you're missing out. That's like, you know, there's money right over there. What do you and think? you're not grabbing it? Yeah. But, Why um, not? Just by putting an extra cover on on a on a book? Yeah. And then it's like you can step your game up on doing foil this or aluminum that or hydraulic this. Uh, you know. Why the you know, why not? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so then like I said, when the when the industry popped, it's like it's like, well, oh, why oh, why why do, why do you think though they sold or they made more money, it seems like, before than now? Like how how do you guys think that? Because before, like, like I said, before the speculation, it was still yeah. just pure creative. Like yeah. we're, we're 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 supporting. Like I said, to see Jim Lee leave X Men to do anything, yeah, you yeah. waiting on the edge of your seat. Like, what is this cat gonna do? Yeah, to see Todd McFarlane leave Spider Man after yeah. illing it like it's never been ill before. What he gonna do? Yeah, like I said, to, to even Valentino. Yeah. Who kicked ass on, on Guardians of the Galaxy back in the day? Now it's yeah. like I collected that avidly. Yeah, he was not one of my favorite artists, but it's like he had that energy in his stuff that just yeah. made me feel more. You I know agree. what I mean? I had to get down with it. Yeah. I read those and I was like, I don't really like this art. But I want to see the infectious, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Same with Rob Liefeld. Mm-hmm. His art, like said, I hate it. Like the idea of anybody drawing a cape with a ruler, yeah. like a straight edge, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was ridiculous to me. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, how? Could, it's, it's just that's just doesn't make sense. But yeah. that's what his thing. But he had the organic, kinetic, like it's just the energy, yeah. a style Definitely. about it at the time. It's just like, like I remember reading those and being like, wow. Yeah. I, I love his artwork. I, I just love his interpretation of things. And it's like, yeah, he didn't draw hands yeah. and feet and, feet. and guns. <laughs> and everybody had a hundred billion teeth. Yeah. And it was just like it was kind of like static and stiff on things. Yeah. But I loved it. I bought everything he had. I bought it. Like like when he did Young Blood, yeah. I was like, Ooh. yes, <laughs> killing it. I'm down with it. You and know what I mean? First book was only half a story. You had to flip it. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? because oh, Young Blood had two teams. Yeah, two teams. It was like it was okay. like I forgot the name, but it's like it's like it's like Home and Away. The Home it, and Away team. Home yeah. and Away. Damn. So it was like it, which is a clever idea. Which it was like X Men Blue and Gold. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. you you get both sides of a story. It's like two separate stories, but yeah. stories that like have a, a thread between yeah. them. Yeah. So it's like you still. It's not like Two complete different things. No, yeah, yeah, it makes it makes sense. They still affect each other, yeah. which is a great idea. So it's just like, and it's all new characters, and some of them were definitely familiar. Like, oh, this is kind of like you know your your Archer dude, or or this is your uh, whatever girl, or, you know. She, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know stereotypes, but it was just like I didn't care. I loved his interpretation of them. Yeah. Rob Liefeld on on the cut was like, you know. So anything they put out at the time, you had loyal fans already built and established yeah. for Marvel. And then you follow with them to see what the new thing is. And the new thing came out with like they, they stepped the technology up. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They was like the coloring's better. The the, the yeah. arts allowed to breathe and be it's just like it's you can make we're gonna do some crazy shit. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Only problem like Marilyn said was they were late on deadlines. Yeah. Because yeah. they were allowed to uh take the time to draw. They were allowed to take the time to to get that properly book right. Yeah. So it wasn't about the deadline so much as like just getting it right. Books were selling off the rack. They gotta come out looking hot. Yeah. So it was like we're gonna sacrifice coming out on time 
forgetting them out proper. Yeah. But we want to make sure we get them out on time because that's money. That's you know there's yeah. there's, there's 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 repercussions from this. Well, none of those so, guys were businessmen either. None they were of them artists. Were, they were they a bunch were of kids who were having right. a lot of fun and they right. love doing what they do. Yeah. Exactly. And they've inspired a new generation of people that love to do what they do, mm-hmm. but they have a closer connection. I'll tell you, going back to your question, mm-hmm. here's what happened. It was a perfect storm to just rip a hole in reality. Right? Yeah. Everybody was in DC or Marvel. You know, there have been other experiments. Like Dark Horse was was on the map. You know, yeah. there were a third party. There was independent publishers. There was in the 80s there were alternative press Mm -hmm. there was like James Owen and Star Child Mm. and and The the Crow there's Mm. all this other stuff but none of those gates opened Epic Illustrated Epic Comics didn't didn't break anything open because there just wasn't enough there wasn't enough artists and writer recognition Mm -hmm. the fans were just kind of like on the fence like we Mm want to be loyal to Marvel and these old characters but then when Image came out it was a perfect storm to rip a hole in reality because (coughs) there was new technology Mm -hmm. there was hot artists who were Mm -hmm. selling hundreds of thousands of copies of each issue Validated. There were guys who were talking, like a Frank Miller at the time was also saying, like, break from the industry, break from the old guard. Do your yeah. thing. You don't be a company man like John Byrne. Right. Be your own man. Right, right. And yeah. so they everybody was like Byrne, into that. And so you get these seven who like step out like the seven samurai. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, we're going to do our own shit and own our own shit. And everyone's on it. So it just ripped a hole in reality. And yeah, it created a bubble mm-hmm. that, that led for a lot of people getting a lot of money, but also a sudden deflation in comics as a whole. Yeah. But it was what was needed to bring in this new generation. Yeah, I mean, look yeah. at there's kids. I follow webcomic artists. Mm, I saw yeah. someone like Noel Stevenson who just graduated from college start doing a webcomic and then have that published and then win an award. I mean, mm, they just damn. won for um, what's the what's the camp uh, scout girl comic. I just, I just saw them. Lumberjacks? Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes just won uh, last time I was at Comic-Con. Mm, really? That girl started with nice comics. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole, the little hole in reality is still open. And yeah. the gate, like, there used to be so many gatekeepers. You yeah. used to go stand in line for four or five hours just to get your portfolio seen at Comic-Con yes. back in the 80s and 90s. Yes. And now people have names. People yeah. have followings. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot more diverse and a lot more egalitarian and democratic production yes. you yeah. know for comics and yeah, that's great is. that's why we can have that's why we can support yeah. that's why print comics can support <laughs> digital comics yeah. right 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 that's why I like the movies can happen because like uh, print comics yeah, you know? yeah. so yeah. oh my wow. yeah you know your stuff, man. Right? I, I, I respect that. Like I said, you know what's up. You've been around. Like that. Like Marilyn needs to get up here and talk a little something. Talk. I know she knows some stuff too. Think she to want to get into I this. I jumped in when I had when I had something. That is true. This is double Dutch. So you know, <laughs> jump in when you want to, yeah. when you can, and everything. But yeah, like uh, yeah, man. Like I said, the old Wildstorm of uh, uh, the effect. Like when um. When when Wildstorm was bought out by, by DC and they did um, what is this, a Secret Identity? You remember that one where, mm-hmm. where they had Sue Dibney die or, yeah, yeah. or and then Alligated Man I, was like Identity Crisis. Identity right? Crisis. Yes. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah that name? was one of the first times they were like, "We're gonna kill," mm-hmm. and it, but we're gonna make it an event in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the DC universe. Yeah. And so that's them officially saying like, "We're gonna embrace this more." Because, like, DC in the back of the day, like, when Paul Lovitz uh, was running it, there were certain things you just couldn't do. Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen is a perfect example. I had no idea that that the six characters in Watchmen were analogs of, who was it, they, they, uh, Charlton Comics, I believe? Mm-hmm. They, they had adopted these six mm-hmm. characters. Some mm-hmm. of them, that you know, Captain Adam. People know mm-hmm. who that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. That's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. But yeah. They, they gave Alan Moore, like, here's a pet project, 12 issues, you know, yeah. something yeah. short. Yeah. So he's like, okay, this is what I do. And he, then he created finality. Yeah. He had characters yeah, like, die. Middle and, and some editor looked at it and said, we love this, but you can't kill these characters. Right, you got to right, change them. So right. he invented his own characters. We got Doctor Manhattan instead of mm-hmm, Captain Adam. We got mm-hmm. uh, Sally Jupiter instead of uh, oh, yeah, Nightshade. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we got yeah. Owlman instead of the Blue Beetle. The Blue yeah. Beetle could have, you know, that's true. That's you true. Bring that I mean, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I know that like um who's the comedian man that was there? a guy named Peacemaker. I remember yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah. 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 Peacemaker would, would use extreme methods to And Oz, Ozzy Mandis. Ozzy Mandis was based off of Peter Cannon. <laughs> oh wow. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a lot of old characters in there, but yeah. Alan Moore's yeah. Now, I mean that was that was what, eighty nine? It was like twenty years in the making for us to finally get something like Identity Christ yeah. where there's finality. Yeah. You know, now we're yeah. living in the age of like Game of Thrones where they're you know, yeah. no one's afraid to kill anybody off. Go walking dead. Well that's the, yeah, the show the, the comics will kill you off, but they'll bring you back. Like it's with with, yeah. with Logan, like Wolverine is dead. Yeah. You have old yeah. man Logan. It's just a matter of yeah. time before we get Logan again, mm -hmm. and Laura stops being Wolverine, and then like, I'm sure it'll happen. I mean, it won't I happen. Mean, adamantium. No, no, he, I know Marvel Girl will come back. He, yeah, him. he died. He died like <laughs> trapped, trapped in tra adamantium. Uh, I know he's encased. But, like, but, they but didn't he didn't show did, him he, die. Yeah. he could be in there like he slowly. No, 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 no. He does. He doesn't have his healing factor. His healing factor is, is gone at the very end of it. Every yeah, every time he in. no okay. every time he opens his claws <laughs> and takes them out, the, the wounds stay open. <laughs> no, like the wounds stay open, so he doesn't use them. Okay. At the very end, the doctor is creating a whole new weapon X, and he has the last of the adamantium. Yep. And Wolverine's like, "No, I'm gonna kill he it. it." So he slashes it. It all falls on him. He and goes to the roof all, and he turns into like a statue, man. Yep. But he's dead. Like that killed him because his healing factor. Unless yes, of course his healing factor comes back in. But I'm just saying he's out of the way, brother. Me, I'm just saying they had to like destroy the whole universe yeah. to kill him off, so I can see that. Yeah. So he is dead. So you want to be like that? Yeah. Well, that's, he's yeah. Dead. That, that's why you have like old man Logan now because he's the alternate. <laughs> Because it's the same as is, the... Is Peter Parker still dead? I mean, I don't know. No, 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 no he's, he's back. not. He's back. He's <laughs> you, back. You, he's have, running, you have Miles and Peter Parker together. Because of Jonathan Hickman and the Secret Wars, okay. he, you know, they destroyed the Ultimate Universe and our Marvel Universe. Okay, yeah. So now it's just one big universe with characters from the Ultimate Universe in our universe. So mm -hmm. Peter Parker and Miles hang out. So they consolidated um, all the you have you have Logan. That's why you don't have Logan. That's why we have old man Logan because he's like the ultimate oh, okay. version of okay. Logan. So that's why you have those things where Marvel was able to do that. Like with DC Rebirth, they did is they introduced Watchmen into their actual yeah. like yeah. freaking lore now, which is yeah. like pretty cool. I'm waiting to see what happens though because the do you, do you remember the fallout from before Watchmen? Everyone was just like. Uh, I remember when Alamore said not I remember, to do nothing with I know, it. Alan Moore was like, bringing all these people. He was like, like I don't want y'all to ever do anything with the Watchmen. He's like, if y'all do, I'm going to curse it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. this is that witchcraft. Well, well, it, that, it, you know, yes. look, looking at that, that, looking that, at that, that right man, there. V for Vendetta, the same thing. Alan Moore wrote it, and the Wachowski brothers well, made the movie. Mo the movie was amazing, though. I love I love the fucking movie. Very influential. V for Vendetta was like, the Watchmen movie, you know, we've talked about this before. The Watchmen movie and the comic, I feel that you have to reread and rewatch over a couple, a couple times properly. to appreciate yeah. it, and yeah. then if you it was definitely more tolerable sec my second yeah. time around. And then yeah. if you skip, more if you skip <laughs> you out, like it when you yeah. first saw it? no, it's, it's so it had that moment like 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 watching Wolverine pop his claws, yeah. like seeing Doctor Manhattan and all this stuff. Like it's like okay, I remember these images from yeah. the yeah. comic book, yeah. but I hold the comic book to a very high standard. I mean, come yeah. on, well, it, no. was on a, it was on it was on a New York bestseller. Requirement yeah. for reading the way that I describe when I tell people to watch to read the Watchmen, I say it's like. It's like trying to read a book on a pinwheel, mm. <laughs> and then when you spin the pinwheel, you see this crazy pattern emerging yeah. as it's d different messages. Yeah. Because when you reread yeah, Watchmen way, over and over it. again, all those little broken pieces you get it mean something yeah. right. huge. Right, right. And with the with the movie, it's just it's the same point thing. A to point B right. to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot. There, I mean, they they put in tales of the Black Freighter in the yeah, in the and, the, and the side stuff as you get to side. Yeah, yeah. See, and that completes the picture a little bit more. Yeah. For me, the first experience of the film was like. 
okay, this is just like slavishly following page to page, like panel for panel, shot for shot. Yeah, That's what yeah. it was doing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't as interesting to me as reading Watchmen. Watchmen yeah. reading is an experience. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's yeah, trying it is. to decipher all this crazy <coughs> genius stuff that Alan Moore has in his head. Yeah. And when you notice it, like there's this page that I keep telling people to read, like this is the power of comics. Like, you know, we've seen the murder of the comedian yeah. earlier on in the, in, the, in the comic and then later on they revisit it but while they're doing it someone's having a conversation and every word in the in the caption box um like suggests a sound effect mm. it's amazing oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I tell yeah, people to read that page yeah, over yeah, and over yeah, again yeah, because yeah, you yeah, get like yeah. when you're reading it like you hear a crack and clink yeah. and you're like oh my god it's happening yeah, again yeah, 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 but yeah. it's like happening more realistically yeah, to me yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. immersed in the experience yeah. you see i think you see more of the beat down yeah definitely in the, in the beginning definitely. you just see the quick beat down but when it yeah. goes more you see actually when when you see ozymandias when you see ozymandias doing it that's when you're like whoa but this is the thing with watchmen is the book is i feel that if you skip that part with the pirates story mm-hmm. it's still a good book oh it is oh yeah, yeah. like I, I, I don't Source. i don't feel that is a necessary part to read between the i get it the relationship between the the owner of the newsstand and the kid reading the comic and all that but you don't need that I, the first time if you're gonna read it read it all i recommend you read yeah. it all the second time you could skip it and then you'll start to get it a little bit more the story will go a little bit faster it feels better the same yeah. thing with the movie is you can't really do anything about the movie I mean you could skip some scenes or whatever but yeah. it's more like you, I watched it three times four times fifth time I was like alright now I get it yeah. I it's well, well no the, the movie like the, the comic I got but the movie was like okay now I get what he was trying to do and it goes back to like you can be true to the comics in a movie but it can be boring as well yeah. so you also want to throw in that shake up so th- that explains why sometimes a lot of movies aren't the same as a comic well you gotta go through that Zack Snyder filter too yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's all but it's, 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 it's the Zack same Zack Snyder's filter uh, Zack Snyder being uh, such a uh, Frank Miller head that yeah. he's like I'm gonna add this darkness on it or whatever it just you gotta go you gotta just you gotta look through all that yeah. to appreciate yeah. what the core is so it's like you know like I said when I watched the Watchmen movie I was like all right, I'm about to watch this. I know it's not going to compare to the book, but show me something. Yeah. Let's see what's going on. So watching, yeah. I was just like, okay, that's styly. I like the owl. I like uh, I like uh, Silk Spectre. I like Dr. Manhattan's yeah, interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, you know, the hat being naked and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. It's just, it's just there's certain things. I was, I was like, like, why is he hanging out with his dog? I was like, what's yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, but that's how yeah, yeah. I was. That's how I want. I yeah. want. I want some Poor book. I had to animate that. I know. So I, guys, want, I, I want the book penis. on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so this is the interpretation. That's that's he was trying. Like, I really want to try to bring that on there as much as possible. And it's not that um. He didn't throw like his said, own flair of like making it. Not I don't pop, want too much of this. No, like, no, no, no. I get it, but. At the same time, you made a movie that like is pretty much the same as the comic, so it's kind of boring. Like, why watch the movie when I can just read the book if it's almost the same fucking true, thing? True. It's like with V for Vendetta, because I felt people... very different when I saw that movie. I get it; it didn't make that much money and all this shit, but it had. It's the same as the Watchmen. It has a message. No, no, no. It has. All, you know, remember, Moore's, remember the fifth of Alan November. Moore, that, you know, he always I, writes messages. Oh yeah, and that's Alan Moore. Even when he was doing but, Supreme. But that's the thing. Like, yeah. It also yeah. goes probably to Wachowski's because Wachowski's were coming off their Matrix stuff, mm-hmm. and the, the other two were kind of like whatever Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, v for Vendetta though I think they killed it right there they killed that shit after that is when they kind of started like going down a little like I thought the the casting all of it was perfect I mean like dude uh, I forget his name who played V but he comes out and like uh, he's Mr. Smith in the Matrix yeah yeah yeah. Hugo Hugo Weaver yeah him and then um, the the dictator was wasn't John Hurt I think it was John Hurt wow it was it was either it was either John Hurt or it was like one of those like British actors that you know. But it yeah, was like yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Stephen Fry was in it. Like, oh yeah, Stephen Fry. Yeah, Stephen Fry was in it. Like it was 
I I really like that movie. Every time I watch it, it makes me want to get up and fucking do something. I feel like a lazy <laughs> ass. Like that's that's the power of the book yeah. and the movie is that's the power of Alan Moore is. Okay, you convinced me. I, I gotta rewatch. Uh, yeah, I gotta rewatch. You you gotta it it's it's okay. it's that power. Like like because it's that feeling of like. Especially like now in these times, you know, when you're like your own sheriff of shit and like how V for Vendetta oh, is. V for Vendetta is like, you know, you have your dictator or whatever and then you have the army and then you have the people standing up for that. Like, yeah. fuck that shit. We're going to blow up parliament. We're going to do all that. It speaks. Alan Moore was is a great it's writer because he's able he's to speak. Yeah. yeah. He, he's able to speak. Yeah. He made he it from the 80s and he story. was able to just fuck. Ago. Yeah. He's yeah. always been ahead of the curve. He's one of those Yeah, people. it's. Like, yeah. Did you ever read um, Prometheus? No, no, that's one of the ones on my bucket list. I miss Prometheus. You got I was going. I've been going through the ABC catalog for you years. <laughs> the the, like, the oh, crazy oh. thing about that, I feel like this Scott <laughs> Dumbier, uh, which was an art de- art dealer, um, uh, Wildstorm back in the day because yeah. uh, he was I met him back in the day. Uh, he's art dealer for Jim Lee, but it's like he had an office up at Wildstorm and everything, and then like uh, his job was to just to handle the art original yeah. art sales and everything. But then, since he was connected to so many like talented people, mm-hmm. like he Scott Dumbier knows everybody of caliber, yeah. everybody of knows. Yeah. So he knows Alan Moore. He was able to bring Alan Moore over to, you know, Wildstorm yeah. and be like, "Yo, you can do anything. What would you do?" He'd be like, "Yo, son, I'm gonna, I want to do this line." And they called it America's Best Comics. And he's not American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the funny yeah, thing about right? it. That was a twist on it. Like, he ain't even American. But a, and it was America's best comics. Yeah. Because he did, like, he's like, I'm going to do some old school, some top old school, 10, some future. You know what I mean? Man. Top 10 was crazy. I mean, it's like, you so never read top books. 10? So many You good need books. to read top 10. I got yes. the trades at the crib. You need to read top 10. It was like a super, it was like a, in a world of superpower people. Yeah. This is about the police force to have to, like, to, have to police them. Oh, well, like powers, yeah. kind of. Powers. but it, Before powers. Before powers. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, drawn by Gene Ha. Woo. Gene Ha was a beast. Okay. He had a style that's like like realistic okay. in a comic book. You know what I mean? Like I say, when people are like Alex Ross is realistic, I'm like, no, realism is realism. There's so, different, so, different interpretations. So Gene Ha is who Greg Land wanted to be. Yeah, right. Like Greg Land's just sitting there yeah. copying off the Victoria's Secret catalogs. Yeah, yeah. Gene Ha is putting in the actual work. Greg Land right. came from uh, what the Cross Gen. Remember Cross Gen? Oh, that's right, Cross Gen. And if I remember, right. uh, like Dexter Vines and everybody over there, when they, when Cross Gen came in about, they put out like you know anybody of our, any artist, anybody yeah. you know writers, we look at talent search. Come on over here. Yeah. It's like some rich dude who was like, I got money, I love yeah. comics, and I want to do my own studio. Come on over here. Yeah. I'm gonna make One Nation under me. Yeah. And everybody was like, Yo, what's up? And he was like, He moved him yep. to Florida, I think. Put him in like some type of compound, like a house, or some, yeah. put him up. And everything. I mean, it was basically what Wildstorm had already it, done. It, 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 <laughs> it was, was, it was, it was, it was. But this was just like it was like I remember stories about. You know what it was like working there and people working yeah. for there, and they're doing like, you know, I ain't working with this no more. Or, yeah, yeah, or who did yeah. well? Like Greg Land was one of those people who, who was like, I remember artists who who worked there was just like, they remember seeing Greg Land taking photocopies and photocopies yeah. and photocopies of like girls and, and, and scenes and everything yeah. and just light boxing and just just light boxing these photocopies. So some people was just like, he ain't a real artist. He he over the light boxing and everything. Yeah. But the work that he produced had a realism in it that was like stylized and sexy. He was yeah. going for something at an early, early age. Okay. Yeah. And it was just yeah. like, you know, so now he's at the point where it's like second hand. He can probably draw that shit in his sleep. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's all yeah. good. But it's just like at the time, Cross Gen was like, it was, it was a, 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 a Chan, Chin Chang, another dude who the, the dude who's doing Spider-Man conspiracy right now. Um, I don't know. Uh, he he, he did Chan. Young Justice, no, Young Avengers. Um, Chin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, uh, no, Brian, no. Chan, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Chin. Uh, Jim, Jim Chung. Jim Chung. Jim Chung, yeah. Bam. 
dope. He was one of the cats yeah. over there also. Yeah. There's a bunch of people who come from Cross Gen, and like, yeah. but like, it's, it's crazy. Like living through that era, living through it all, knowing what's going on, to be able to talk about it yeah. and be like, that was back in the day. And they're like, was it that long ago? Comic history has been so much stuff going on since that time. It's, it's ridiculous. Like I said, yeah. the, the boom of comics to go up, they're worth millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't worth nothing. You know what I mean? Well, they're only worth something to the reader. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, definitely. And that's what it's been all along. That's all it was Pretty all along. Much, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an issue that you loved or anything, you know. It's yeah. So it's just like yeah, but it's like the history behind it. Like, like I can't even front if there was like a Netflix show or something talking about the history of it. Or I just, just I just got through Hip Hop Evolution. I want to see something. About to, if I'm, if I'm it's my great. Cute. I want to see that for comics because I, I feel there, like there's this. There is one. There is. There is. It's a documentary. KPBS made it. Fucking amazing. It's called the History of Comics. Oh really? It's three three um I believe episodes. It's uh, narrated by the guy who played Sabretooth in the movies. Oh, no, no. Liam Le- Le- Schreiber, I think his name. Schreiber, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. More, but it starts. I'm it's I'm it starts. It starts from the beginning of comics, like before Stan Lee. Like this was the beginning, and then right. and then after okay. Stan, and then it went through the Golden Age, Silver Age, and then it went all the way up to like two years ago. Because the the documentary is fairly new. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it was on uh, Netflix. Okay. It just look. I think it's called the History of Comics. History of Comics. I'll yeah, it out. it's like three episodes, four episodes. It was Sweet. amazingly well, done. Everybody's I, homework tonight. Watch History of Comics. This is where I saw. Remember the, <laughs> the story I told you about? Uh, was it Sterenko when mm-hmm. he like he's all like, "You're gonna pay me my money, oh, even, yeah, yeah, even though I didn't." Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a story in there oh, yeah. where where, where he did um Sterenko. He did Nick Fury. But yeah. he, he did three pages where three or two pages where he just drew and not put any words. Uh, and they were like, we're not going to pay you because you yeah. didn't put no words. And he's like, you're going to fucking pay me my money. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and they paid him his money. I was in that big Twitter conversation he had two years ago. Where he was talking about, like, I did the first graphic novel and no one ever credited yeah. it for me. And then he, he put out the book again re-released it. Wow. Um, Steranko is a man he's a he's character a yeah. he talks about some crazy stuff on his Twitter so he's like I remember back in New York when I was 15 see, we would see, like see. run like gangs would chase me and I'd like hop on or like I used to like counterfeit money like see, cut a 20 that, down the that, center that, that's what brought him that people was, with character that's stories. what brought him that like awesomeness yeah. though like that was his character like it's <laughs> yeah. great well, see that's what I want I don't want a comic book documentary on the yeah. history of comics I want a Netflix show or a show where you can bring in, bring in people like uh, Storenko or, or whoever, and they talk about real stuff that well, they, they went do, through they as do. an artist, like Alan yeah. Davis, like like uh, like like John Byrne, yeah, being able to work they in do. all these different that, that's, companies that's what the and like considered a company yeah. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. they even they even in the I documentary. I want to hear him talk about those intimate moments. Like, yeah. Hosted by somebody who's interesting, who's relevant, you know, who's like, yo, what's up? This is, I want to hear those intimate... That's like, us, like, JJ. Like I said, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? What, you know, we got Dale here today, you That's know? So we, say we I, got... I want to hear how everyone had a crush on Wendy Fouts and was... No! <laughs> you know! Oh, my God! Before oh, my God! Before I want to hear those world. stories. Tell me the stuff. Tell me I'm like, I can, oh, my God. Like I said, they were like the ends of that, like, like Sarah Becker. Big up to Sarah Becker. Mm. She was... Uh, Sarah Becker was like the heart of Wildstorm. Yeah. I know she was one of the editors up in there. Yeah. Um, she was like she was the first person I met coming off the plane, uh, coming to San Diego to, to work at Wildstorm. Yeah. Uh, she was just like this, this blonde uh, California girl. Her and Jennifer Spreckelmeyer. Mm. And it was just like they picked me up from the airport, and I remember seeing palm trees and water and like <laughs> right. feeling the warm air. And I was like, "This is crazy. Where are we at?" And she just—it was just like she took me up into Wildstorm, and it was such a crazy experiment experience because if you ever been to Wildstorm, you know it's not—it has like it's the entrance way. Yeah, it's like a crazy—it's uh, a black room with a crazy like maze type. You know, <laughs> really? it's, it's crazy. Jim had a design where I want to say that. Um, 
if you look from above head, it, 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 spells out, it, it spells out gym or it spells out something. It spells out. Yeah, really? it, it was supposed to be like spelling that. something. I have to uh, double check on that one. But I remember them saying that it, it spells something that is especially designed and crafted. That's why the interest way is kind of like black with some. Um, That's cool. With some like certain comic books and like uh, cutouts of characters as somebody walks in. So then you come around the corner of that and then you see the receptionist and you have a big stack of comics over here, a comic rack over here, and receptionist and all this. It gives you a whole feel. Yeah. And if you go to the right, then there's like the, there's a, every offices in the pit and then you go to the left, there's the editorial office and like, you know, the front, you know, other, other artists and stuff and we're all segmented off in Jim's offices. Yeah, we across from the pit yeah, with the big right? window and everything. And it's of like, it's, it's all I want to say, um, I forgot what it spelled, but it doesn't spell Either something. like Wildstorm or Jim or it was Jim Believe or something, right? Like right, something right, right. But it's like inspirational being up, being up in there uh, okay. working in La Jolla. Uh, like coming from Ohio. Blew my mind. To be an intern? Like I said, I won an art contest in the back of the book. When Wildstorm was doing those talent searches. And so it's like they ran them like a couple years, and I didn't believe in my ability. Then like like third year, I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. And so I sent something in, and then like Jim never, like they never, like a month went by, they never contacted me. It was before the internet, so there was no email. It was like faxes, and like, you know, glad you got an answering machine. So it's just like, um, they never responded back to me and I was like getting upset like I sent my samples in I thought it was hot and um finally uh, I was home one night and Jim Lee called me on the phone and I didn't think it was Jim because coming from Ohio my brother thought he was going to talk like with, a, with an accent on some Asian shit yeah, yeah. but then he was like hey I'm Jim Lee and I'm you know I'm calling you this is JJ Kirby and I was just like who the fuck is this <laughs> I was like Lance the Lance come from, you know what I mean right don't play with me boy get off, get off the phone boy. I will stab you right now you know don't play with me the same Jim he was right. like this is me I was like oh is it Jim oh shit oh shit oh my god oh my god I just bugged out yeah. for like a good minute he was like yeah it's me you didn't send your samples uh, you didn't respond back to um, our um, submissions or the resubmissions and I was like I didn't get any response I didn't hear anything what do I do you know what's happening and he was just like well I want you to um, instead of drawing all five pages of the script, sample script we want you to draw or the two pages and then uh, we don't have enough time for you to mail it in mail the pages into it yes. so just take a fax mm-hmm. fax it over and this is back in the day where you take a black and white Xerox copy of some pencils and then try to fax it over. <laughs> the, the reproduction is horrible. It's gonna look yeah. like a mess. Horrible, yeah. horrible. I finally got to see the uh, pages yeah. once they picked me, and I got to see my samples. I was like, how can you see anything? <laughs> I was like, thank you, Lord. Jim needs eye. because because he, I, he saw through all right, that. Right, crap. right, right. Like, Jim's good. Jim, Jim was on I the Jim, Jim was ahead of the curve on yeah. the whole um, cartoony styles coming into the industry, and he saw mm-hmm. I had something in my style, and was like, yo, I, yeah, he there's something it. here. And then Sarah was just like, yeah, I, I like this. This is tight. So yeah. like, they 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 uh, flew me out. Paid for my um whole, my apartment with they put me in an apartment with other interns in La Jolla, paid me um to work there, flew me out and everything, and like put me on a uh, what do you call it a, a trial period. Yeah. It's like every every intern is a trial period, and like you graduate after uh, a year or whatever. It's like know, a job, not after yeah, ninety yeah. days. And, you I, know, and, I, and yeah, like I thought, because people didn't pay for interns, and I was like, I would actually get paid. Yeah, you paid to be intern. intern, and I was like, oh wow, that's that was like. The benefit of selling all those very coverage to be mm. in the industry yeah, during yeah, the boom. Yeah, yeah. People like that could take a chance on like the next year's ability and say, "Let me, let me put it's some on that." So like Jim, I, like I said, I always big you up. <laughs> Forward thinking, he sees ability, he knows what's happening and, and everything. So like to experience comics at that level, like like we were invisible rock stars. Yeah. Like I said, there was no internet. You don't know what I look like. Mm-hmm. Hey. You see me at a show, and that's a wrap. Now, now you do because you have Instagram, Facebook, and all that, so it helps. For people to know who you of are, of course, of but they, they probably wouldn't know you unless they went to the cons, or, or even if they went to the cons. It, like, like, it, it made it more personal. It made it more personal. Like, like, like the funny, the funny thing is, uh, a lot of my friends, 
in a when they listen to the podcast and they look at our picture, like I do not, J, I do not think they think that JJ was this big black man. Really? Like, like, what you what you think he was? Let me tell you something funny real quick before we end this one. Like um, first time I met Jim Lee, uh, one of the fellow interns was like showing me uh, around in our wild storm. Yeah. It's like so we get in the eleva- elevator from the parking garage and we're about to go up and Jim happens walking to the elevator too. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, he crisscross was like oh Jim, this is JJ, JJ Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jim's first reaction because he's a shorter dude yeah, looked yeah, up yeah. and like whoa okay <laughs> this big black dude in the elevator. <laughs> and then when I started talking, he was just like you know like you know like. Oh, he's like, no offense, I don't mean to, to offend you or whatever, but like, I have to ask you a question. Now, this is a sign, because I'm a, a cerebral cat, too. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. what's up with this? Yeah. He asked me, like, are you gay? <laughs> and I was just like, and at the time, I wasn't out, so I was just like, I was asexual. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just focusing on my art. And I was yeah. like, mm, no? Wow. When you asked that, he was just like, no offense, you can. If you are, that's that's, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. He was just like, uh, you just sound different than what you sound like on the phone. You know, so it was like on the phone, I was expecting something way different, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah. like smaller, yeah, more pale dude. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then here you are, you're all like this large black dude, you know, he's, he's like, I hear the gay in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> he was expecting some little, expecting some, like twink, you know, he some was skinny little Yeah, yeah, he was expecting more of an Oliver Gnome. And I'm like, no, it's not Oliver Gnome, it's before Oliver, but it's just like, you know, he was expecting, because when Oliver came to the studio, we were definitely like, who's this gay dude? <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's yeah. like, there's this email, yeah, yeah. Instagram, so now we can check his, his Facebook and his Instagram and be like, he out there like living it up. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. You know, yeah. before you were like, you had to, you were like, I'm, you had to do knowledge. Yeah. So like I said, people coming to shows, meeting you yeah. for the first time, it makes it more personal. Yeah. So like I said, it's like people, like I said, before the internet, people meet me and, be, and would love me. Yeah. Regardless of how I draw, they'd be like, I love some JJ. If I could take and turn you into a doll, if I could carry you around all day, <laughs> right. I would. You know, I had people say that to me. And I was just like, wow, really? Okay, I'm just something from well, Ohio. It's, it's also up. that like, cool yeah. thing where like you get to talk to the artists and the writers, and then not all the time, but sometimes you end up getting a friendship out of it. You know, even even oh, no, even no, even no, if you no, just see no, them no, every year at no, that no, con, no, no. it's like, oh shit, I'm gonna expect I'm gonna expect this one dude to come because he's always here I and do, he's just always I been do. cool. And I, and you, so but that's you know the what cool me? thing that you get. I make sure I tell them, step your game up. Really? I, yeah. They know to come to me. If you yeah. if you ever see me at Comic Con, you can come always say what's up. I'll let your boy Jay, yeah. but no, I ain't gonna sugarcoat shit. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you real, raw, uncut, and filter. If your if your if your issues whack, I'm gonna tell you go do that. Yeah, I've seen him do that. Step your game up. because competition is fierce. it's real. Yeah. And you know what it is like yeah. I said, you know a lot of other people like uh sure. old heads uh in the industry for for a while and everything. Yeah, it's like real. My sister went to high school with Slim Crawford. He was, a, he was a dude that Slim Crawford? Yeah, he came to me and my brother That's like my I, got, I got some I got some wildcats, That's I got some what you want. Like, yeah. I remember, I remember the funny story about him was they said that like he used to sign pages with a different like he would sign them sage, which how he did. He was sage Slim Crawford. Yes. I mean like Yeah, he had this one he had this one cover that he signed and he was dating this girl at the time. And he signed it like I was drawing a fresh backlash cover, and he's, he he did, and he was like Slim was one of the, like the, the, the fresher, newer, cleaner artists that was coming up with the inkers, and he signed that mug. Uh, what did he say? It was something like giving like shouts out and love to this girl that he likes. You know, like I love you, so and so, blah blah blah, so and so. And I was like, man, I'm signing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, I'm like, I ain't hate. I'm not a hater. I know how to hate. But I was like, dude, do not be signing shouts out to your loved ones on my face. Like, unless it's, unless it's like your mama passed or your daddy passed. Or you, got, you know, I just had some kids. Let me shout out your just girlfriend of the month. Birthday, somebody. Oh, that on my original artwork. Right. Wow, you get a no. So right. I'm not like Celine Crawford. Celine Crawford. You the man. You one the man. one last thing before we go. Mm-hmm. I've asked. 
I've told you this how I feel about it. I want to know about you, your opinion, though. I, I believe that Image Comics will eventually one day either be bigger than Marvel or DC, or that or that or that they'll just be a bigger powerhouse than what they are already. Right now they are, but what what they might lack is like their more superhero titles. If if I don't know where they just start doing fucking superhero stories after superhero it. stories, that's what they need to bring. What what do they what do they give like Marvel DC run for their money? It's hard, it, you know. When I look, when I look, when I look at the numbers, I've actually crunched the numbers. A friend of mine came to me asking about, you know, how how do you get into like selling or how do you get in touch with distributors? Yeah. So I did a lot of like market research for him. Yeah. And when you look at it, like over 20, 30, 40 year history, like Marvel and DC have never really given much ground on the market. No. Like even they, they even Dark Horse at, yeah. its, at its highest, even with IDW coming in with all these like multiple, Properties I mean, they, they they barely given up like five percent of the market. Like Damn. between the two of them. Like Marvel and DC would are you, literally like ninety five percent of the market. Dog? Yeah, yeah. Two big dogs. Why they gonna leave yeah. off for the little dogs? Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless unless something really drastic in, in one of those folds, yeah. you're not really gonna see anybody be like second runner. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like to me, the market is so huge right now that it's fine because even that yeah, little five percent. Yeah. Like, I mean, we saw. Um, Boom Studios take a huge percent. I mean, a huge like two percent of the market yeah. at some point because My Little Pony and the oh, yeah, Time yeah, and stuff yeah. were, were selling like crazy. Yep. Um, and that's that's fine because I mean that might be like a thirty thousand, forty thousand monthly readership, yeah. and that's fine because there's enough room in the industry for that many people. And I love the diversity. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. I yeah. Mean, talking about people trying to get into the Marvel DC game, I think that's just like a no-win situation. Yeah. yeah. But what we will see is, you know, we will see more of the independent guys, right? Like just rising up. Definitely. I mean, like, like I mean, like Brandon Graham got in. I remember when that dude used to do porn comics. You can still yeah. find them on the internet. <laughs> but now, you know, multiple warheads and yeah. King City and all that stuff. Like that stuff that you know the the the, the mainstream is accepting. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's fine with me. I'm I'm fine with that. You know, mm. Mm. I, I want everyone to get paid, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take the diversity. I'll take the the huge arena that we have right now. Like yeah, because it's like I don't know why, but I feel like Image is just called to me more than Marvel DC has. I still get my Marvel and I still get my DC, but Image to me, I, and it might be like because of like a new age kind of thing because I'm younger or whatever. Yeah, and for really some more reason, receptive. I mean, yeah. for some for some reason, Joe Keenan, that is like he's, he's just a really open young guy. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ideas that went across his desk. That's a I, lot of people wouldn't take a chance. I, th- I think that's, that's cool. what it is. Is me yeah. growing up with all these comics already established. I got tired of Batman not, never really dying, of fucking a Marvel character nothing ever really lasting. Mm-hmm. I got tired of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you kill somebody off, but then you bring them back the next year because yeah. of sales or whatever. Yeah. I, I I got so tired of it. I was like, okay, superheroes, superheroes, yes, yes, yes. See, I, I went I went to, I went to Image and I was like, oh my god, Image has like. They have right. low. They have freaking uh, sex things. criminals. They yeah, got right. saga. They got yeah. like yes. something for everybody. They, they have yes. yes. You should have something. And for and, and and the same thing is like me being a writer snob is the names. Image has just been gotten nothing but fucking amazing names. Like yeah. their their right. roster is just amazing. Of the people they can get to do their comics. You got people going to Image and then going back to doing some Marvel DC, but then they always go back to Image. It's mm-hmm. like it's always like you know like you're gonna do your Marvel DC if yeah. you got the chance. You're not gonna say no. You create a dope environment for people to be creative, and yeah. they will come by by the droves. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> you read Invincible? Yes, yeah. of course, man. We That's we we yeah. did a whole episode on it where we're like, oh, we're, I missed that. We're, oh. we're sad. We're sad that it's ending, but it's it's a great. You guys get my series. info. Bring me back. <laughs> All right, it was this. it was nice having you. Yeah. Thank you for Pleasure sharing your opinions you guys, and you know talking to us. 
Thank you to Marilyn for letting us do Thank it again here awesome. at On Comic awesome. Ground. No doubt. You we know, are on Comic Ground. I'd love to hear the love. For no, doubt. no doubt. Hopefully, no doubt. You know, no hopefully doubt we can do this more. We are on Comic Ground uh, in Hillcrest yep. on University and Center. It's right. across the street. So y'all got to come check it out. Support your local comic shop owners. Uh, come and get you some of this love up in the house because uh, it's real. And um, yeah. Any Anything... Last words you want to say though to the people listening? Oh, man. Yeah, shout us out. Read show, comics, show the do comic love. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on out. Come out to Comic Ground. Come talk with us. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is a beautiful thing. I nice. love this. Yeah, it's, it's happy that, holidays. That's guys. what it's you know about. What I mean? Happy holidays, man, right? <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. Come get comics. That's what people want for Christmas. Right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. for holidays, anything. That's what we all want. <laughs> and uh, I guess we're supposed to talk about say before we leave, a record, a quick recommendation. Oh, okay. Uh, Empowered. Bam. I'll talk. I'll elaborate about Empowered next time. You read Empowered by Adam Warren? I've read a little bit. I'm behind. Get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Do you have a recommendation that you think somebody should read? I mean, I'm I'm a little bit late to this party, but I really love Monstrous. Okay. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. I'm like, is it good? It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's it's who, who makes it? That's yeah. uh, Sana Takeda and. It's Image too. Image. It's also okay. Image book. She, Marjorie Lou. No, no, yeah, no, the no. cover. Yes. The covers yeah. are like very intricate, painted like different. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. baroque. Yeah. 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 And, uh. and very sprawling world. Nice. Yeah. I nice. I will have to say, uh, East of West. Jonathan Hickman, Nick Dragota. Yeah. I met Dragota at Comic Con. The nicest guy. I didn't get a chance to meet Hickman. But I freaking, that book is just amazing. The Four Horsemen, you know, that's all you need to know. Is the death is after the Three Horsemen because they did him wrong. So, you know, it's it's an amazing book. I believe it's at 29, almost 30 issues. Almost. It. So it's worth checking out. Marilyn, you got a... Uh, you, you got anything, You got, you got a, a quick shout-out for a book to, to hit them up with? Oh, I... I know some some old, some new. Yeah. I don't know. I already had my one You had thought. your Gamora? What's my name this week? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Talk to me tomorrow. <laughs> what about what about this? Since you being a big Star Wars fan, what is one Star Wars book you would recommend? Or are they killing it for you right now? Are they doing anything? Yeah, are, are, they, are they any good? See... No? <laughs> I haven't been reading a room, yeah. so yeah. I can't help. Yeah. That's why you gotta watch. <laughs> watch what you ask. I read stuff right at the moment. I. We gotta ask you right at the moment now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember she needs my more name. prep time. For right. Yeah. All right, guys. Switch up next time. Dude. Then again, again, this has been a I Am Comics podcast, episode twelve. I'm Josh Casper. With me, JJ Kirby, aka the Bizarre Mumble Jumbo, and with and- us. It's Del. Del Antonio. Hit me up on Instagram, King Siam. There you go. We, That's what I'm we've all about. just made a new buddy today. That's what I'm talking about. And of course, Marilyn, we couldn't have done this here without her. On Thank Brown. you. On, on Comics Ground. Ground. Come on, Comic, on Comic Ground. Ground. Yeah. Damn it, JJ, you always say comics. I know! I know. Uh, Mixing up the he, new name. He's gonna owe you a dollar every time. Every time he messes up the time. I do have a sale going on right now. Talk about that. We started in the window. Oh yeah, she got a sale going on. So you need to come and get yourself. Twenty fourth, yeah. No, see. Oh damn! Until the twenty fourth, you got a sale. Trade paperbacks, buy one, get one fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. That's 20% a big up. Percent off on t shirts and ten percent off Magic the Gathering cards. You get oh, there you go, guys. Come on in. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Read on.